Sunday is the 21st of February 2021, and in not many days it will be Maga Puja, uh, which falls on the 26th, which is a Friday. So on this day of Maga Puja, uh, the Buddha taught the um, fundamentals of the practice. And uh, really this falls into matters of papa, of uh, harmful deeds, of uh, punya, of meritorious deeds, and also of making the mind pure and free. And because all of the agitation, all of the suffering that arises, it comes from our actions. It comes from the actions of our body and speech. And so we need to train these minds um, so that they develop knowledge, they grow in wisdom. When they do this, they see that uh, when the minds of beings are well established in morality and virtue, uh, then there will be a sense of ease, there will be goodness in their hearts, they will be willing to sacrifice. And so this virtue and this sacrifice, goodness, this is the path of peace, the path of happiness of both body and mind. And uh, also, when we're doing this, we are abandoning evil at the same time. In the beginning, the Buddha taught about generosity, uh, because those who um, are able to sacrifice their wealth um, shows that they've got a lot of goodness within them, that they put so much time and effort, energy, into gaining this wealth, but they're able to give it away. They're able to be of benefit to others, to help out society, to be charitable towards the poor. And this is not easy to do. Because all the people who are born into this world, they will wish for wealth, wish to have wealth in their lives. And uh, we all need to study hard. We need to work hard in order to get that wealth. And sometimes it requires a lot of, of competition. And uh, if that competition is within the bounds of morality, then that's all right. But sometimes people deludedly go outside of that boundary. They just want to get more and more, and they end up by breaking the precepts. Or if they don't get the money that they're after, anger comes up within them. And uh, sometimes it gets to the point where they cause damage to the economy, or even they can harm and destroy other people's lives. And uh, because well, this happens due to this squabbling, this fighting over just the, the raw resources or the raw ingredients of this world, the wealth of this world. And uh, because of that, uh, problems arise. If the society in which this happens is just quite a small society, then there'll just be small problems that come up. Uh, but if it grows larger than this, and they start uh, quarreling over resources like oil uh, that's under the sea, then even small wars can arise. And then if it gets really severe, even a world war can come up, can uh, be started due to this, due to fighting over the natural resources of this world. 
And so it's when this delusion comes up, it easily flows on into anger. So therefore the Buddha taught this generosity and sacrifice as the uh, first thing that we develop. And it's uh, within many different uh, lists that the Buddha taught, or many different lists in the suttas, such as the qualities that a layperson should develop. Uh, these are to do with generosity, uh, to giving, um, helping out society. Because those who do this, who are of benefit uh, to others, their hearts feel very at ease, very spacious. And when we give away our wealth, we get inner value in return. And it's not just physical things that we can give to other people. Uh, we can give words of encouragement, uh, sweet words that are uh, nice to listen to. And these are also things that have goodness, uh, that have value to them. We can also give our ideas and uh, encourage others in terms of wisdom, point them along uh, the good path. And so this is giving rise to merit, and at the same time, it's also abandoning um, evil. And uh, sometimes when we don't get what we want, um, anger can arise. And this comes up due to the attachment that we have towards me and mine. So really it comes from delusion. Uh, but for those people who are generous, who know how to sacrifice, um, who... Uh, develop this a lot, then their hearts feel very at ease. And uh, when they've already given things away, then they know that they gain the sense of internal comfort and uh, skillfulness arises within. And they also don't want the possessions of others. And so sila is supported by a generosity and keeping these qualities of virtue and also maintaining or developing generosity uh, brings up great goodness inside of us. And so the abandoning of evil, of uh, wrongdoing through body and speech, um, well, there are actually many different kinds of this wrongdoing. And some kinds, uh, they may just be very small things, but when we carry on doing them and they become habitual, they can take us to breaking the precepts or uh, breaking the laws of the land. And so just driving a car very fast along the road, this already is papa. Uh, this is an unskillful act uh, because through doing that, we have the potential to harm our lives or the lives of other people. And uh, through doing this, we may get uh, pulled over by the police. We may lose points on our driver's license. And so this is a form of wrongdoing in the world. So we abandon this wrongdoing. And uh, we do that through our actions of body and speech. If there are any laws that... Um, have been established by societies, uh, we try to keep those, we don't break those. Just like the road rules that have been established, we follow those. And if everyone does that, then people won't die from car accidents. And uh, when we follow those rules, 
uh, then there won't uh, be harm that comes up. But when people don't follow them or they uh, degrade their mindfulness through taking intoxicants, then this leads to damaging our own lives and the lives of others. And uh, so we must try to abandon these acts, to abandon any harmful things. So this papa, this evil or harmful acts, there are actually many, many kinds of this. It has a very broad meaning. Uh, But if we're going to summarize it, it's all the actions that bring up internal heat or agitation. When we have sila, when we can maintain our precepts, then this already is a great form of skillfulness that arises. We can also see that laziness, this is a kind of evil, this is a kind of wrongdoing. And uh, when we live together in society, we need to sacrifice We need to give up. So just like for monks, uh, if they don't do the chanting, then this is a form of wrongdoing uh, because they're not helping out. And uh, so when we have the morning chanting and the evening chanting, um, that if everyone just thinks like this, that we'll just let the others do it, then no one's going to turn up. What's that going to be like? So if we don't go to the morning or evening chanting, this already is Papa. And because the standards of practice have been established, that we have this period of morning chanting and evening chanting. So we try to keep that. We don't take advantage of the society or the people in the society in which we live. And so we need to gather together for these things, uh, to keep the schedule, uh, to be practicing well, to be um, maintaining these principles or this uh, schedule well. And uh, in Wat Nambapong, uh, the monks would get up at 3 a.m. Uh, but here, it's quite easy. Uh, just if we get up at 4 a.m., then it's very easy to turn up in time to the morning chanting at 5 a.m. So we really need to be devoted to this practice, to train ourselves well. Need to um, establish ourselves in the methods of the practice and abandoning wrongdoing and giving rise to skillfulness and making the mind pure. And the ideals that we hold initially is that, uh, includes that of patient endurance, of kanti. So we have this forbearance with sleep. Uh, And even if we want to sleep a lot or go back to sleep, then we don't do that. Uh, And we know what's just right in terms of sleep. We don't rest too much, but rather we wake ourselves up through effort. Uh, So we need to maintain the standards of going to the chanting, the morning and evening chanting. And... uh, and try to, to keep this. And if we're not able to, then we should establish punishments for ourselves. Because if we don't go to the morning chanting, but we still take all the food that we like that people offer, that's just not right. And the lay people come and put in their efforts, and they make this food, they offer it to us. And uh, so we should, therefore, tell ourselves that 
if we don't go to the morning chanting, then we just eat plain rice. Even if people give us something other than that, we don't take it. We need to torture our defilements in this way, and to wake our minds up, to make them afraid. And because if we just take things easy, and just carry on going like that, just uh, living in a very relaxed way, that's not correct. So we need to bring back our sincerity to establish this anew. And we see that the Buddha taught this quality and praised this quality of patient endurance. We need to endure with everything that we meet with and um, carry on doing this until we're able to, to always be bringing up this quality of kanti. So with the morning, the evening chanting, uh, we all gather together. If there's any work that's on, then we help each other out. We all lend a hand. We don't take advantage of one another. And if we do that, um, and then we just eat at ease, eat the things we like, that's just not correct. So we must train ourselves in having this quality of self-sacrifice. That we live in a society, so we need to be of benefit to that society. And this is true for both the laity and for the monks. We all need to help out in the places that we live. We need to come together to sacrifice for the mutual benefit. And uh, in doing this, we are both abandoning harmful deeds and we're also giving rise to meritorious deeds at the same time. And the training of mindfulness and samadhi is a very great form of merit. Uh, Because the things which obstruct peace of mind, um, they're very habitual. Our minds have been uh, attached to them for a very long time now. Things like love and hate, anger, fear. The mind that's always proliferating and scattered. The mind that's annoyed, that's full of doubts and confusion. The mind that's all stood up and chaotic. And uh, these things have been there with us for a very long time. And then when we come to train our minds in peace, uh, what we're doing is getting some new friends. That these old friends of the hindrances, uh, we've uh, been close to them for so long. So we need to make a new friend, which is our meditation object. So we can take up the breath, for instance, as we breathe in, recite Bud, and we breathe out Do, to bring the mind to peace. Or we can try, when we breathe in, reciting, this breath is not me. And when we breathe out, we recite, I am not breathing. That this is not self. That this breath, it's just the wind element. So as the breath comes in, we can recite, uh, this is not self. And so when we breathe out, we tell ourselves that the knowing of the breath is not self. Or we can say to ourselves that we don't have anything. Or we can recite the mantra of no me, no mine. When we breathe in, breathe out, we tell ourselves, not self, not self, that all physicality, all mentality is not self. 
We train our minds like this to let go in this way, and this is the method of wisdom giving rise to samadhi. And then when samadhi becomes firmly established, then the mind reaches a place of stillness. And uh, the things that used to obstruct our minds from gaining peace are pulled out, they're extracted from the heart. So we we contemplate in this way, um, seeing all physicality and mentality as not-self, that there's no true self within it. And our minds become empty through seeing this. And it shows that we have seen the Dhamma. Um, But really this path of practice is something quite easy. The Buddha simply taught us to abandon harmful deeds, to give rise to meritorious deeds or skillfulness, and to make the mind pure and bright. And uh, all of the Buddha's teachings um, follow these principles. And so the Buddha has taught this already. So what it takes is for us to do it, to put that into action. So the monks, we have our duties of monastics, and the laity have the duties of lay people. And uh, we must do this without neglecting them. And uh, when we do this, we're also abandoning the selfishness that uh, we have. We're not finding enjoyment in sleeping, in eating. We don't uh, speak a lot. And this is the path it takes us to meet with the Dhamma. For the monks, we have this highest aspiration and ideal of Nibbāna. And uh, when we have this, then we need to to practice in a way that will allow us to get there. So we don't talk a lot, we don't speak a lot. Um, We endure greatly. This is something that we can do. And uh, when we do speak, then we speak in beneficial ways. Uh, We speak in ways that lead to, to ease, to kindness. Um, that aren't harsh. So we must um, really set our minds on this, on this path to practice, on doing the morning chanting, the evening chanting, really um, kind of force ourselves to do these things, and because it's not going to kill us. So we really put in our efforts. And we don't just allow the other monks to do it, that We live together as 50 monks, but it's just 20 who come to the chanting. And then if we just allow that to go on and on, then it's not even 10 who turn up. And this shows that things are really in an awful state. Uh, Five just uh, kind of don't show up, and then another five don't show up, and everyone takes things easy. That's not correct. So we must re-establish our efforts anew to bring back our sincerity to bring up and um, really remind ourselves of the ideals that we have to bring up in the strength. Because if we don't go, uh, if we don't go to the chanting, uh, then people can come to us and say, well, look how lazy you are, but still you eat this food that the lay people have come to offer. And when people say this, then it can go really deep into our hearts. And uh, why is that? Because by eating 
the food that the lay people uh, come uh, to give. Uh, but we don't keep up the standards of practice um, that we should do, then that's just not right. It shows that we're not really contemplating things. And actually, it would be better for us to eat a red-hot iron ball and allow that uh, ball to burn through our throats and uh, go down through our stomachs into our intestines and uh, go out the other end. It would be better to die in that way. Uh, than to not go to the chanting and not maintain our duties, but still eat the food that the lay people have come to offer us. And so we establish this practice of, well, if I don't go, then I'll just eat plain rice. Uh, We don't just allow six monks or ten ten monks to do the morning chanting. It shows that um, if we do that, then we're very selfish that we're taking advantage of the other members of the community. If we just sleep at ease and sleep a lot, is that all right? Is it correct for us to do that? And we see our friends going, but we don't go. How do they feel? And if we went, but our friends didn't go, then how would we feel? And so we really do need to contemplate this. We need to think about it. We need to contemplate, well, to not... Um, find pleasure in sleep. Uh, And if we do that, then it's just not correct. And to not uh, be heedless in the food that we eat, to be restrained in all of our senses, to not allow the mind to go off into liking or disliking. Um, And we do have enough time to get enough sleep. We can go to sleep at 10 p.m., wake up at 4 a.m. at six hours. That's enough. And all of us have alarm clocks, so we should be able to get up. And what we can tell the people living next to us is that if you notice that I'm not awake um, by or when you go to the chanting, then come and wake me up. Because if I don't go, then I'm going to eat plain rice, so you can come and help me. And uh, if the alarm goes off, but we sleep in, then just eat rice. And uh, we can't just allow our defilements to get the better of us. We can't just let go of things in this way. So we establish our hearts um, like this. For the lay people, you need to find wealth in this world, uh, but also at the same time to be training your hearts to be practicing as well to bring about internal peace, to develop samadhi. And uh, so all of us, we have an understanding of the the teachings of uh, the Buddha to not bring about any harm through our actions of body and speech, to not speak in ways that are harsh, that are abusive, um, that are frivolous, that are untrue, to not do any actions that cause harm. And uh, when the lay people go to find wealth in the world, we do that in a way that doesn't give rise to any harm, but it's an honest and pure livelihood. And so may all of you be intent on this, both the monks and the laity.